Blog Talk Radio. Never fly off to Nick. 
land I'll never travel in time All I can do is the best I can And go there in my mind So I close my eyes Imagine I'm there Hot summer nights and the cool winter snow From once upon a long time ago I smile as I look back on roads I've crossed Traveling down memory lane But without all of those that I loved and lost Life is not the same For all the good times I can recall To all I've loved God bless you all The happiest moments that I'll ever know Were once upon a long time ago Once upon a time Once upon a time Once upon a long time Uh, this is Neil Holland, the producer of the show, and, and uh, try to keep things moving along. And we have some hosts that are on my board uh, today, and we're going to go back again once upon a long time ago, as we do every Monday this time. And uh, we talk to those that want to talk to us on the air. And right now on my board, I'm going to introduce those that uh, are appearing here and just Ask how you're getting along and what's the weather in your backyard. And let's start off with Chuck Albright. Chuck was with the Eastern Airlines as a mechanic in Miami for most of his career. And uh, Chuck, what's going on in the villages where you live? Well, um, we seem to be having a lot better weather than the rest of the country. Uh, it's partly cloudy today. We don't expect any rain until probably late tonight or early tomorrow morning. Uh, of course, the people out on those golf courses that we have here, got 53 of them, by the way. And uh, so we're all just uh, having a good time here, uh, going out and doing what we want to do, except for some of us. It's kind of laid up, but time will pass, and we are having a great time. And hopefully good. everything will work itself out with this uh, virus that we have. Except all right. Later. Okay. Well, we want to hear your comments, too, during the show, as we do all of those that are on my board that I can get to. But our next up is Captain Mike uh, Scott, who's out there on Long Island. And uh, we heard a lot here the last couple of days about uh, the uh, Henri, I think it was, that was supposed to come in somewhere around 
uh, uh, Long Island. But uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you experienced, Mike, and a little bit about your backyard. Well, the uh, Andre, as we call it, I don't know how you, if I look at it, it says Henry to me, but uh, uh, the hurricane was supposed to hit uh, almost the center of Long Island on the South Shore, of course, and uh, at the last, uh, the uh, the closing hour, it, it veered off to the right and passed east of us and to uh, Montauk, and uh, then it zigzagged eventually around over Connecticut and then off up uh, northeast. So, but basically here in Smithtown, uh, Long Island, we got uh, a lot of heavy rain and uh, not a whole lot of wind. So it was uh, not uh, not a very eventful uh, situation, even though everybody, of course, was ramped up and we went to the supermarket and they were all out of toilet paper and batteries and water and outboard <laughs> motor oil and everything else. Whatever it was, it was shelves were all empty. Okay. But anyway, uh, today it's uh, about 73 degrees and uh, in rainy. And hello, uh, hosts and listeners. Good. Thanks, Mike. And then in Atlanta, Georgia area, I guess the floods have subsided from uh, Tropical Storm Fred for you. Uh, Al Jenkins, Al was in maintenance there in New York and Atlanta, I guess. Hello, Al. Al. Well. Al's gone Went back out for another another quick drink, I guess. Well, <laughs> he, he'll show up in a minute. Uh, okay, I'm still six, here. okay. How are things in your backyard, Al? <laughs> Dry, but Dry in 80. Yeah, we didn't have any rain. Uh, 82 degrees outside. Okay, all right. I thought we were normally uh, I, I, here on these TV shows that I watch, uh, the seven-minute delay signal. And uh, so Atlanta must be about a 10-second delay. <laughs> but uh, let's see, area code 678. Uh, who's in area code 678? That must be? Bill Kennedy. Oh, Bill. Yeah, that's right. I just talked to you. Yeah, 678. Up there in the mountains of uh, blue of the Blue Ridge Mountains, where where are you in North Georgia, Bill? Oh, it's about twelve or thirteen miles south of the uh, North Carolina Georgia state line, and uh, we live about uh, I suppose about uh, four miles from uh, the tallest peak in Georgia. And we, uh, well, it's pretty nice, beautiful weather up here. And Good. it's 80 degrees. And I have a few puffy clouds around. Okay. Well, that must be Brasstown Ball that you're talking about, the highest peak in Georgia. Ah, uh, yeah, Brasstown Ball. Brasstown Ball. I've been up there. Could see forever. I got at the top of the hill, and everything on the other side of the hill is the same as on the other side. <laughs> so, Harry Code 615, who might that be? This is Harry. Harry, welcome. Welcome. Hey, Good gang, to hear your you? voice. Harry. Good. Can you hear me okay, Harry? How you guys, yeah, I, can, I got you. Just checking in to see how you guys are doing. 
Now, O'Hare used to he used to boss us around, tell us where we want we were supposed to go in Atlanta. I think that's the only place that you worked, wasn't it? In Cruzkid, Harry was in Atlanta. Uh, I actually I actually started over in Huntsville, on the counter and the ramp and so forth. Oh, I didn't know that. We didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Very good. Well, I started I the think... old Huntsville Airport, and then they moved over to the new one a couple of years later. Yeah. Well, I remember getting a call or two from you a long time ago, once upon a long time ago. <laughs> well, that, that's what interests me about your show today. How much can we remember from a long time ago? Well, we're going to talk about that and see if you guys remember. <laughs> I got one more here, Harry. Uh, Erico 213, who might that be? Uh, this is Jack Forsythe, Captain Jack Forsythe. Captain Jack, good to hear you. Where are you from? Yeah. Where are you calling uh, from, Jack? Well, I'm, I'm calling from California. I used to fly out of uh, out of New York quite a bit. Okay, with Eastern? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Golly, Pete. Uh, uh, now, Jack Forsythe. Uh, Mike, did you know Jack? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, we got a new listener here. That's great. And yeah, uh no I, I used to Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I it's it's great that I, I didn't know that this show existed up until a few weeks ago. A friend of mine uh used to work for Eastern as well. Uh, let me know about it. Where have you been for the last 11 years? <laughs> we've been on <laughs> <laughs> We've been on the air in November 11 years. <laughs> Well, I honestly did not know. I did not know. I guess my I've been keeping my head down. Well, come on, come on every Monday. We need your voice. Come on, we'd love to talk with you. Uh, three hours difference out there. It must be about uh, lunchtime, close to it. Two hours. Close, close enough. Yeah. Yeah, close enough. Good to hear you. Well, you know, once upon a long time ago, uh, about fifty years ago, uh, the topic just kind of. Uh, was brought to me from a magazine that we get in our Sunday newspaper called Parade. And if you guys still take the newspaper instead of getting most all of your news on the Internet, uh, my wife seems to enjoy the um, the newspaper, and we get a little magazine uh, that goes with the newspaper every Sunday called Parade Magazine. And, and their topic was 1971. What were we watching 50 years ago? What were we watching 50 years ago? I said, hey, you know, that might be interesting uh, for a topic. Um, you know, after 11 years, you kind of run out of ideas as to what to talk about. So for the past almost year now, we've just been talking about uh, uh, about nothing, I guess, like a Seinfeld show, you know, it's a show about nothing. <laughs> but we try to keep... We try to keep the nothing to Eastern Airlines and some uh, uh, some uh, topics every once in a while we'll bring up. But at any rate, we're going to try to go back 1971 and um, and come up with some of the things that we were watching on on the small screen and then uh, on the big screen. Uh, what happened that year? And the first one that I saw that I really liked, and you guys tell me your opinions one at a time if you could but one series that i really enjoyed it was from 1971 to 1977 but it started and it it, it starred peter falk 
You know the show I'm talking about, guys? Oh, yeah. Yep. Columbo. Yep. Columbo. Columbo. And we all remember the fashion of Columbo. Do you remember what was his uh, normal was, everyday was wear? Trench coat. Trench coat. That's right. Raincoat rain and a soggy pole. cigar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cigar. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and he only had one more question to ask. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He'd turn around before walking out the door, and he says, oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the, gotcha, the gotcha question. Yeah, it was a great series, so really a good series. Now, this other one I think everybody loves, but I don't know whether it would be uh, allowed uh, in um, on the air anymore. But uh, take a listen to this one and see if you can identify with this show. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. <laughs> oh, yeah. The family. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew where you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Mr. <laughs> we could use a man like Hybrid Hoover well, you got it. I think everybody Before was listening. Before sensitivity. Yeah. Uh, starring, who, gonna, who do you I'm going to have to agree starring? with you. I don't think that would be on TV this, this, this time of the century. Yeah. You remember Meathead and uh, Carol O'Connor, of course, played uh, Archie and Gene Stapleton as, was Edith. But what a series. It ran. You guys know how long that series ran? Probably about 10 years. Yeah, I would say about a decade. Yeah, it started in 1971, and it ended in 1979, put out by CBS. Yep. Now, here's one that I didn't uh, identify too much with, but I don't know if you guys listened to it, but it was on the air from 1971 to 2006, and it was called Soul Train. Does anyone remember that? Sure. I guess it was yeah. the latest latest hits, the pointers and all those. And yeah. then uh, Turned followed into by MTV. Yeah. MTV, yeah, that's right, MTV. And the next one was Sonny and Cher on my list. Sonny and Cher's yeah. Comedy Hour. I thought they did a variety show. Now, I used to watch that one all the time. Okay, we got area code 218 that popped up on our screen. 218, say hello and who you are. Okay, hi, I'm John Whelan, and I'm calling north of Duluth, Minnesota. I live up here year-round. John, that's great to hear you uh, up there in Minnesota. Is it? Have you got a forecast for when winter is going to arrive? Well, today I think it's going to be our last day in the 80s, and it's supposed to be in the 70s. And okay. It's been warm. It's been. I, I think I read somewhere it's the second warmest uh, summer we've had. We've had a heat wave. It gets up in the 80s many wow. days here. Okay. And uh, we're having a, a dry spell also. Uh, uh, we've got up in the boundary. boundary Waters canoe area, you know, 
about half a dozen uh, force players going at the present time. Oh, okay. Well, were you with Eastern, John? Yes, I was. Uh, last I was a 757 captain. Okay, very good. Where were you based? Well, I started out, well, uh, Washington, D.C., and uh, then I went down to Miami. I flew a Convair 440 yet to, in Washington. and then Well, I, I was... Uh, I was in Washington too on the Convair, and that was 1963. Were you okay, there so, then? Yeah, I was there. I, my date of hire was uh, 15 August this month in '65. Okay, all right. Yeah, the Convair was still floating around, and uh, I moved to Atlanta in '64 when uh, we were able to bid when New Orleans and Charlotte closed down. But great that you. Uh, have tuned us in. Uh, how did you discover our radio show, John? You know, on the on the computers. I guess I follow you. I don't know. I, I see it on there. Um, okay. And uh, you know, I I don't. You know, I'm pretty far from. I was uh, based at O'Hare for uh, ten years, and I lived up here. Uh, uh-huh. When my kids uh, graduated from the same high school I did here in uh, Duluth. Okay, very uh, good. Well, we've got another one that uh, apparently uh, uh, didn't wait 11 years to tune us in like you did, Jack. But uh, uh, good to have you, John. And um, just remembering things that happened to us 50 years ago. Um, a couple of more of these, and, and then we'll talk about what you remember what you were doing 50 years ago with Eastern Airlines. Okay, but, but here I've got another one uh, that we uh, could identify 50 years ago, and I don't remember too much about Macmillan and Wife. Was that a TV series in 1971, Macmillan yeah, and yeah. Wife? that was uh, Stephanie Powers and uh, Rock Hudson. Uh, okay, Rock Hudson was in that. All right. Yeah, and uh, of course, one of my favorite ones was uh, this one right here, and see if you can identify this one 50 years ago. Pretty quiet down now. Get some sleep. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Good night, children. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. What's going on? I was asleep. What's everybody doing? Good night, Jim. Good night, Jim. <laughs> the name of that one? Was that the oh. Waltons? The Waltons. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was on. That was on from 1971 to 1981. Lasted 10 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, uh, enough about those, and and then we had. The big screen, of course. Do you remember what won the Oscar in 1971? What movie? Anybody? Right, Harry. Patton. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Frank uh, McCarthy produced that sh- uh, that show, and it starred. Who was the star starring? That's uh, Patton. George, George C. Scott. George, George C. Scott. Scott. Was, was he related to you, Mike Scott? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no relation. Guess he didn't anybody, leave you any money, right? Anybody remember some of the other uh, also rans and were nominated that year that did not make it with the Oscar? Um, How about Aaron? Gonna, one of my uh, favorite one of my favorite scenes from a movie that's from Five Easy Pieces with Jack Nicholson that easy, was nominated that year. That's right, Five Easy Pieces, Harry. And um, how about Airport? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Blow up doll was dirty. Was dirty, <laughs> yeah. Harry released that year. No, it wasn't. No, I don't know what year it was, but it didn't. No. It, it wasn't. But Love Story was, and Love Story was a story about two, uh, Ryan, I think Ryan O'Neill was one of the stars, and I forgot who the gal was. Ellie McGraw. Ellie McGraw. Ellie McGraw, yeah. And, of course, my favorite TV series was The MASH. It was a spinoff of the movie MASH. And um, that was also nominated. So Airport, Five Easy Pieces, Love Story, and MASH were nominated. But the winner took home the Oscar was Patton. Very good. And, Very and good. I believe uh, didn't uh, George Scott, George C. Scott did not accept it. He said they didn't believe in awards or something. Was that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. You guys can remember 50 years ago. Now, who wants to tell me what they were doing 50 years ago in one sentence or as short as you can? How about you up there uh, or out there in the villages down here in Florida, Chuck Albright? What were you doing 50 years ago with Eastern? Uh, let's see, 50 years ago. I still was a mechanic. Uh, I hadn't been promoted to... Tech service yet? I don't believe. Um, but then I do after tech service I was there for six years. I went in and became a manager in the engine shop for the RB211 engine program. Okay. So that's about what I was doing 50 years ago. All right. How about you, Mike? What were you doing 50 years ago? Uh, let's see. I was at that particular time. I was a lead mechanic in a sheet metal shop at Kennedy. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> you teach metal them new guys how to make a funnel. <laughs> That's it. It's easy. Well, when I took sheet metal, when I got my A and P years ago, we used to cut a piece of sheet metal in the size of a of a pressed ham and put it between two breads out of somebody's lunchbox. Or either sprinkle rivets, rivets in the sandwiches. <laughs> that well, was the best thing to do. Was when when guys went to lunch, used to like when I was in the Air Force, they, they, we used to have those uh, doghouse toolboxes. Yeah. And the guy went out for coffee. We'd take all the tools out of the bottom of his box and we'd PK screw it to the bench and put all the tools back in. And at the end of the shift, he'd try to go move it. <laughs> Okay, 50 years ago. All right. How about you, uh, Harry? What were you doing 50 years ago? Oh, you're not that old, well, are 50 you? Years ago, uh, 50 years ago, I was not back at Eastern. I was still in the Air Force, and I was stationed at Hickam Air Force Base in Hawaii. Yeah, okay. That's Hickam. Good, All right. That was good. Yeah. I forgot uh, 
Bill, Bill Kennedy, what were you doing 50 years ago? I was uh, co-pilot on a DC-9, and I had been on the 9 uh, about, oh, about uh, three years, I suppose. Okay. And uh, Jack, uh, you, uh, go ahead, Bill. I'll cut you off there. Yeah, I was uh, on DC-9 in Atlanta. Okay. All right, 50 years ago. Jack, how about you? Well, it's not Jack. I forgot. 218, area code. Who, who's that again? I forgot. Okay, John. Yeah, John. I was a DC-9 uh, first officer. My day job was a DC-9 first officer in Miami, and I uh, flew in the Marine Corps Reserve up at Jacksonville, uh, uh, wow. A-4. Oh, by then, I Okay. Did you know a guy... Uh, by the name of Bob Mason in the uh, reserves out there at Jackson Airport, Jackson uh, Imason, or uh, International. Uh, no. Uh, okay. John Engel. Did you know John Engel? He was no, he was Navy, but heck, that's no, close to the Marines. Cleveland. Who? Bill Cleveland. Bill Cleveland, yeah, I think a lot of Eastern people remember Bill Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. He actually flew the uh, DC six. He wasn't in our uh, our Marine Attack Squadron. He was in. I think they call. I was originally in the Air Force. Uh, I spent uh, a little over ten years, and then I had an inter. I tried to get in the guard up at Jacksonville, and they wouldn't let me in. So I went across town and joined the Marine Corps. Okay. But, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, he flew the uh, uh, the uh, DC six or C fifty four, you know, one yeah. with many engines. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here's a song that I, uh, I'm sure you guys listened to uh, fifty years ago, uh, and it was by a recording artist that was famous for another song. But uh, take a listen to this one. In my silence, I adored you. And only in my 
recording artist? Wasn't that Tony oh. Orlando? Jordy, Tony Orlando, yeah. And he was known for another song that he was popularized. Do you remember that one? Tie Yellow Ribbon. Tie Yellow Ribbon. Boy, you, you ought to go on a game show, Harry. I think you'd <laughs> win these. Well, you guys were well, telling about what you did my, in 1971. My head is full of useless knowledge. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, it's coming out now. <laughs> but 1971 was not too good a year for, for me, and um, it's one that I'll never forget because I lost mm-hmm. my best friend. I lost my best friend, John Cornye. And John uh, and I were hired a week apart. He was one week senior to me. And he was based in New Orleans until they closed the base. I was based in Washington, D.C. And I came to Atlanta in 64, and he did too. And we wound up being neighbors in an apartment complex and went on to become best friends, owner of a flight school out at Fulton County Airport and and uh, 1971, July 5th, uh, it uh, was a tragic day for John and uh, the airplane that we owned together, a steerman, when he lost his life doing an air show for uh, the celebration of uh, in coming Georgia. So that was not a good day, a year for me, 1971. We were both first officers. Uh, John was a check airman as a flight engineer on the 727. And um, I did a, a celebration in July uh, honoring John on the radio show. So you guys want to listen to that, you can pick it up in the archives of the EALradioshow.com forward slash Captain Eddie, where you tune in to listen to our show every week and all of our 600-plus episodes are there over the nearly nine years that we've been on the air. So, um, but uh, any, any, anything that you guys remember uh, about uh, uh, some, nearly whoops. nine years been on the air. So, yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a repeat here. Somebody's any, picking, any, picking me. I'm hearing Only feedback. the shadow knows on that one. Uh, only shadow knows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that was. At any rate, um, I do have some email that uh, when I posed this on the Facebook about what you were doing 50 years ago, what you were watching, what you were listening to, uh, I got some email from people, uh, not only from Eastern, but from other airlines as well. But uh, a few of those, one was from Paul Nemeth, and he says that uh, I was in Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. That sounds like me to me it might be Vietnam. That's where it is. Probably. Yeah, and that's all he said. I was in Southeast Asia. Paul Nemeth. Lori Pesta. Lori Pesta says uh, I was living in Miami and flying as a flight attendant. And I lived in Coconut Grove. That was Lori Pesta. Dennis Palaise, I think that's the way it's P-E-L-A-E-Z, 
said that he was living in Miami Springs and worked at the airport as a zone manager. I assume that was with Eastern. Uh, Richard Cohn was living in Hollywood, Florida, repairing 727 QC interiors uh, out of Miami. That was a tough job. <laughs> interiors, the QCs? <laughs> yeah. The QCs were all torn to shreds. <laughs> Those are the I, ones who were on the platforms. Yeah, that, yes, they rolled sir. the seats off, and I guess they did do a lot of seat damage in, in removing it and getting ready for a freight operation, right? Oh, seats piled inside walls. Yeah. Dave Alley, David Alley said, I was in high school, and my dad was working for Eastern in St. Louis as a cargo agent. He worked from 1959 until 1988, and that was David Alley. Gary LaBelle said, my dad was working Mac flights uh, for Eastern that we had to Vietnam. So those were some of them of the email I received. And I just received this today from Mark Porter, who for many of our shows was a field reporter for the New Eastern Airlines, what was happening with the New Eastern and uh, his email reads, Neil, I, our Eastern Airlines has aircraft in the air bringing Afghans out of Afghanistan into safety. I repeat, Eastern Airlines has aircraft in the air bringing Afghans to safety. There is never a good strategy or exit in a war. Let's remember Vietnam, Iraq, there's never a good exit strategy. It is easy to get an army in, but it is next to impossible to get an army out cleanly. So that was Mark's report uh, for what he does when he follows the new Eastern Airlines, which I'd like to hear what the fleet consists of now because they were really buying airplanes, the new Eastern. Does anyone know, Mike or Chuck or anybody know about no. the East, new Eastern? I've word myself. Last time we, we had him on the show, I think he said, said they were up to, what, four or five? I thought he said 17, last I can remember. Oh, yeah. They had three or four, seven four sevens, some seven five sevens, seven and six sevens, seven seven sevens. Yeah, they had a pretty big fleet, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, they sure did. And we have a new listener <clears throat> that... Uh, uh, from uh, another country, we broadcast and we've identified 50 countries around the world that listen to our song, uh, our um, uh, shows. And um, this one is from, her name is Rodica Bobia from Rosita, Romania. And I think she's a flight attendant, but at any rate, um, I have a song that she enjoys. And uh, this is a song you guys might remember uh, also that uh, Eastern used it, as a matter of fact. If I can find it in my archive of um, of radio, uh, let's see, my archive. No, no calls coming some. in from Afghanistan, is there? Oh, here it is. Take a listen to this and see if you can remember how it was used in Eastern Airlines uh, advertising. 
I, I don't know. The the other guy, my compadre, just asked the captain if I could ride the jump seat. All right. And he said yes. I, I don't I don't think yeah. the flight was full, but I, I don't really remember. You guys it's remember the situation, especially yeah. Spill, uh, 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 John, you and uh, and Mike and 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 uh, and myself. Let's see who else is pilot with. We we all remember the open doors back in the '60s where we just kept the door open and remember on the yeah. Convair guys that. And uh, I don't know about the DC sevens and and the Connies, but. Uh, I remember in the conveyors, we used to keep that door open, almost have, had a little rubber stop to, <laughs> to keep it open during flight. Yeah. You guys remember that, John? Do you remember that, John? Yeah, I, re- I remember that. And uh, also, I, I I had a lot of employees. Uh, it's it, co-pilot and the captain ride the jump seat. Uh, it, you know, it weren't pilots. And what I can recall was... Uh, he got locked in the aft baggage compartment or uh from oh, Atlanta Buffalo and he wrote we turned around up at Toronto and brought him back in the jump seat back to Atlanta. <laughs> I hope it wasn't winter time. <laughs> no, but he was dig- I think he was digging into suitcases trying to get some clothes on. It was, you know, pretty cool up there <laughs> at altitude. <laughs> Can imagine. <laughs> that cargo was heated. I, I, it's been a long time ago, so I, I, I'm not real sure. Yeah. No, nobody could figure out what that thumping noise was. <laughs> well, yeah. you know the figure a thumping noise on her feet, and, and never said anything. Yeah. My golly, the yeah, flight attendants—they should have heard it back there in the back. Yeah. Interesting. Very good. Okay. How about uh, how about it, Bill? You, any favorite stories that you remember? Oh well, not offhand. I remember some of the guys I used to fly with, and they I really enjoyed flying the DC nine. I was on it for about nine. Uh, almost 10 years. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. But See, you like the three-hole better. I like the two-hole, the 757. I enjoyed flying that. <laughs> I, I got on the A300, flew it for a while. Of course, I flew the 1011, and I loved the 1011. And uh, but uh, I really, really, really enjoyed the seven five seven more than any airplane I ever flew with Eastern. Yeah. It was a w- wonderful airplane. John, did you this fly is, the seven five? This is John, and I, I flew the seven five, and, and I also uh, in the Air Force I flew the F eighty eighty six eighty nine and four, and the seven fifty seven actually outperformed the. It's all those old. <laughs> Especially empty. Oh. <laughs> all those centrifugal flow engines, eh? You know, here's a here's a quick story yeah, I that I, I remember when we first got the seven fives, and Virgil Tedder was bringing one a week back from uh, from say to Washington, 
and uh, I had I was fortunate enough to fly some of the new ones as they arrived, but it, they, it was still a brand new airplane, and I had to position an airplane from Newark, a 757 from Newark to uh, Kennedy, and uh, the tower. I guess they hadn't seen the 757 that much because we had just gotten them. And um, it was late at night when we positioned the airplane from uh, Newark, and we had to go up to 10,000 was our altitude to go across to uh, Kennedy. And and he said, uh, "Hey, Eastern." He says, "How do you like the airplane?" And I said, "Well, it's like a it's like a jet fighter." And um, he says, um, "Well, he said there's no traffic." He says, uh, "If you want to demonstrate," and uh, so we took off. And instead of reduced power, I left it up at, you know, max max power just about. And we were 10,000 feet within the airport boundary, within the airport boundary. And and uh, the tower, I remember saying, boy, we're, we're impressed. <laughs> and we zoomed on over to Kennedy with the airplane. But what a wonderful airplane it was. Uh, it was a good, good airplane. Yeah. Well, here's another song that you guys might remember before we go off air, but uh, see if you can remember this one. It was a great song by a great group. I can think of younger days when living for my life Was everything a man could want to do I could never see tomorrow I was never told about the sorrow Stop the rain. 
think oh, we Lord. lost you, Neil. No, okay, yeah, Harry. We all know that one. Remember that one? Anybody? Uh, oh, the, the Bee Gees, of course. The Bee Gees, right? I think right. Maurice Maurice Gibb uh, sung that one. Right. Which, there's one of them that passed away, right? But they're all Good. gone uh, except one. The, no, two, the second brother, Maurice. Maurice. I thought Barry was still alive. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, was. he is. Yeah. Okay. 1971, some great songs that we listened to when we were with Eastern Airlines during those years. Great songs, great TV series, and great movies. And um, uh, that's that was uh, what happened 50 years ago. So any... Anything you guys want to talk about before we sign off here? We got about five minutes. You know, here's, here's, a, here's one from the mechanics view. When we first got the fifty sevens, obviously everybody was in awe of it, and, and I, I happened to be one. And I got checked out because I was on that taxi and run-up crew. And one of the things that I did. And it was actually by mistake. So you pilots might want to tell me this. They backed the plane out at the at the terminal in Miami, and I reached up to punch the uh, number one engine, and I hit both buttons at the same time. So instead of canceling the the the, the engine, I let them spool up, and they didn't miss a lick. That was the only airplane that. That I ever taxied that you could punch two engines and get the APU to carry enough air to start them. <laughs> Did you find that? Ten eleven. You can yeah. do it on a ten eleven easy. Well, yeah, you had a lot of hot starts on the ten eleven if you tried to do it. Though some guys could do it, but uh, you you know that 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 was what a aerodynamic uh, APU back there that uh, the ten eleven. Right. Well, I don't know what the five oh, yeah. seven. I forgot. Air research. All you had to do on a 1011 was go into max mode when you hit two engines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah give, yeah. give the button. <laughs> Push the button. That's right. Yeah. But I was Well, surprised. you talk about power. Yeah. You know, I the guys that, that I knew that flew the 75, uh, they, uh, they, they, uh, they said that airplane was an easy airplane to, to break loose when you, when you wanted to taxi it. Basically, all, all you had to do was release the brakes and it would start moving. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, I remember you could get up uh, quite fast. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I remember back when I got checked out at, at Kennedy uh, taxiing uh, the seven twenty. I mean, first time I taxied one of those, I kept pushing on the throttles. I thought the chocks were in. This is <laughs> got almost you know way up there in the power before it would break loose. <laughs> yeah, ten eleven could have stayed there until you hit that second engine. And it kind of leaped up, started going down the runway. <laughs> yeah, that was a good airplane, both of them. Yeah, great yeah, airplane. Well, Eastern, you know, on Facebook, I see people are posing the question: What was, what was the considered the workhorse of the East, all of the Eastern fleet that we had? I guess from the mail plane all the way up to the the, the seven four. But uh, the the unanimous comments made on Facebook was, of course, the 727. That's it. 
200 series. That was Brown. That was long good. time. 720, 727 was a Jet HDC3. Yeah, yeah, that was a workhorse. <laughs> yeah. And to this day, I don't know why they put out a 737 MAX when they had, I think, the all-time best airplane that came off of Boeing's assembly line, and that was a 7.5. Why they didn't keep that in service, I don't know. I can't un understand that. It didn't have, I don't believe it had enough seats. Well, the 737, I mean, you know, it probably had a, a very similar fuel flow uh, with the, the the big fan engines that we had, the Rolls Royce, they were great. Rolls Royce, the RB211 something D's or E's. What what were they, Chuck? On the seven I, five. I, they were. I can't remember the the the, the code on them, but they five, were five uh, five thirty five. The reason that those engines were good is because they all were made in the United States. They, yeah. They used to make them in Derby, England. And uh, they were good over there, but when they made them in Derby, England, and brought them to the United States, they, the 1011 had that phenolic hub in it for the big blades, and it just uh, ruined the engine. So then the United States put in, and I believe they put in titanium, uh, what they they call spurs. That's called a spur in the middle where the, the blades lock in. Looks like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And that solved that problem because there was two planes that went down because the Fenelic wobbled the blades out so much sitting on the ground that the blades came out in flight. And I think one of them was in Texas, and it went through number two engine, and it disintegrated and cut the uh, hydraulic lines. And mm. uh, there was another one. I can't mm. remember who who had it. And it went through, the, just barely went through the fuselage and the uh, coach section. But it didn't, I don't think anybody got hurt. They, they got the plane down, but it sure chopped up the airplane. That wasn't with Eastern, though. That was somebody else. No, that was not with Eastern. Yeah. I think one was with Delta and the other one was with somebody else. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, John, I uh, hope you'll return and come back again and listen to our show but we sign off with this wonderful song by Merle Haggard at the end of the hour Eastern Airlines Radio Hour and uh, my friend from uh, Resita, Romania I uh, hope you enjoyed the show listening to it and hope you enjoyed the song and I hope you'll come back and listen to us and um, but at any rate great show today thanks a lot for remembering 50 years once upon a long time ago that was a long time ago but uh, Merle's going to take us out of here thanks a lot guys for showing up and talking about Eastern and other things and I uh, hope to see you next Monday the creek don't rise but you locked me out of your mind and left me standing here behind Silver wings Shining in the sunlight Roaring engines Headed somewhere in flight They're taking you away
Thanks for showing up. Appreciate it. See you guys hey, next week. If you can make it. All right. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye.